And three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody. This is Elijah Bailey. And this is Richard Taplin. And we have an amazing show for you today. This is the Elijah Bailey Show. And you, did the you, one and only the Elijah one Bailey and Show. The only. I want to do a whoo-woo, Ric Flair woo, dude. That was a nice one. Thank you. I've been practicing. I've been watching him. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people that like wrestling and... I decided to embrace the the Ric Flair. So I told you about all the wrestling moves I did at practice. No, go ahead. All right. So this is a not a typical Thursday night, but I usually have advanced class. I have a regular class five thirty to six thirty, but the advanced students for my martial arts school stay all the way until seven fifteen. So after everybody left, we was already dog tired. Everybody was worn out. We did extensive workout. So I was like, okay, everybody gets to fight Mr. Bailey. Now I'm weighing you know two fifty five, two sixty, and they're. Their faces are red, hair is all over the place. It's like Goku just got the hell beat out of him. He's sitting there trying to struggle to stand. Like any anime superhero, like, I'm not done yet. And they're sitting there swaggling back and forth. Mm-hmm. So I just go through this McKenzie, Justice, Cadence, and DJ, and then Aiden. So I just go through everybody. So McKenzie, middle fingers, hit her with a Stone Cold stunner. <laughs> hit her with a stunner. <laughs> I, I did and it. just for the listeners, how old is McKenzie's McKenzie? ten? Okay. She knows better. Then uh, I got Cadence with the pedigree. You know, the old Triple H. Uh, I think Cadence also tried to hit me with a jab. She's a little bit taller than everybody. She's twelve, so okay. she's moving. She jabbed, slipped under that, threw that arm over my head. If you're smell, I said people started to, to start cheering. I threw off my elbow pad across the room. Oh snap! Yeah, I, I got it. And oh, swept, you got it in. Even swept the leg, dude. Everything was authentic. Shh. We had those those tanto those judo mats. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the falls, they'll be all right. Okay. Got him with a Ric Flair chop and a couple of woos. Mm. Big leg drops. Mm. I, I, I had to go through the roster. I, had, I, I even did a spin rooney at the end. So, it was a good night of practice. Mm. Congratulations, now, sir. And see, but this is what makes Bailey Martial Arts Institute different than any other martial arts school. Once in a blue moon, I will whip the shit out of your kids or you with WWE wrestling. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm old school. WWF wrestling moves. Don't. Don't try to fuck this up for me. <laughs> I felt the Michael Eric Owens flowing. In yes. So uh, before we start the show, and like I said, we have an amazing show. A lot, a lot of shit. Anything, everything from what's new in gaming, animation, anime. The duffel bag is filled with TV and movie news this week. Mm. And then I've also got some other stuff for you guys. But how was the Ralph Ellison Gala? I saw pictures. You and DeAndre look like a happy couple. No, uh, we can. No, it was good, man. <laughs> it was good. Uh, shout out to. Uh, the Ralph Ellison Foundation. Uh, Michael Eric Owens is someone uh, here with the studio. He's been on Elijah Bailey's show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hellman is called DT of the One Mike One Voice. Uh, he sits on the board for the Ralph Ellison Foundation, and Black and Seals was uh, privileged enough to be a sponsor this year for it. Uh, it was held February 25th. Uh, at the Oklahoma Historic Center, and man, I tell you, dude, like I've been to a few galas, yeah, and but that one is a classy, classy event. Does it the keep getting better is, every it year? It keeps getting better and better each year. Yeah. And um, not gonna lie, it felt good. The, we had a good sponsor seat. Uh, we were pretty up close and personal with the with the dance floor and everything like okay, that. The okay. food was good. We had bottles of wine at the tables. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really good, classy event. It, it was a, a good networking opportunity for us. And it, it was just nice to help out as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, and, I'm, I'm thank you for your listeners and also your show for allowing us to be able to run the uh, Ralph Ellison commercial uh, to try to get as many people to be aware of it. You know, the Ralph Ellison isn't just the you know a, the Black Library or the library on the east side of Oklahoma. It's it's a it's a person. It's yeah. a legend. It's someone who did it's many history. many things. It's history. Yeah. It's not just a library or just a random name. So. Yeah, the event was a beautiful thing. Can't wait till next year. See, it was you had me scared because I came up here and I look in the trash can. There's some bottles in the trash can. That was from the gamer stand. Okay, I just wanted to make, and then I came <laughs> in here. I saw your clothes on the floor, so I I, I had to. I turn. got raped. <laughs> okay, I mean that's a normal Wednesday. Now for that to happen on Saturday, it's got to be very special. Yeah. <laughs> but I turned into the game room. I was like, man, I'm gonna turn around. He's gonna be in here laying down. Like, wait, there's nobody here. And then I looked in, in here and behind, like, it was like Dr. Evil sitting in the chair. And turn around, it's John Stone. I said, oh, man, <laughs> this isn't even Richard. But, yeah, man, I, I wish I could have went this year. Next year, and don't, 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 don't question my crap like that. But this year I couldn't make it. We got some stuff going on. So, yeah. But next year, that's why I said last year. So the third year's a charm. And if I don't, 
I will at least go to the library a couple times throughout <laughs> this year to make up for not being there. But I saw all the pictures and everything, and then I really wanted to be there this year, but couldn't make it happen. Now it this happens. is it and, happens. And, and and before we start the show, this is where you, my audience, my guest every week that come in here and listen to me and Rich, this is where you can contribute and help out. Just go to www.patreon.com forward slash Elijah Bailey Show. And like those starving children in Africa that they have on the commercials, I'm holding my hands up high in the air. I just need money for the Ralph Ellison Gala. <laughs> but no, I mean, if you can, I mean, the contributions that you give to the show, that's why I want to give back to the Ralph Ellison. The other deal is I don't want to go and like not contribute nothing. I, I'm pretty sure I'd be standing on the outside. Hey, Richard, <laughs> man, y'all look good. Elijah Bailey shows outside right now. <laughs> yeah, I think next year, uh, me and Michael was talking about the studio is going to try to figure out what we can do to be able to be a higher uh, sponsor to the gala. Yeah. Um, for we can um, even it ain't gonna lie. It felt one thing did feel good, and no discredit to any of the sponsors up there. <laughs> uh, I got much respect for all the sponsors that attended and contribute up there. But <clears throat> felt good sitting in front of a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> felt like, good walking past AT and T and Bank First. I'm like, hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Who are you? Oh, I just call me Mister Black. That's it. <laughs> you know. With that being said, let's start the Elijah Bailey Show right. No. Boom, 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 boom. Now, if you've enjoyed that music for the last, I don't know how many damn episodes we've been using it, episode 70. Before we get to 100, we're going to change up the music. Because that's what we do here. That is. We keep it guest cast. Another thing I just want to drop out to you is uh, shout out to Tiffany Hill. Her her, her premiere is this week, actually. Yes. Uh, Which she's missing all of her workouts this week. (laughs) And uh, I hate that I couldn't go. I was actually going to literally try to go out there. And then with me just uh, trying to get the website back up and running and getting ready for the gala, my time just flew. Man. Yeah. No, I know. It's been like that all, like the last two weeks. It's just like I don't get enough time to do whatever it is. Man. All right. Here's a question for starter. Have you ate at Hooters before? Uh, yes. See, I've never eaten at Hooters before. I think we went there once for my buddy's bachelor party and they were closing up because everybody's hungry. We went to like the Sky Bar and everywhere else. We went to the Wormy Dog. Not really. I mean, there's alcohol. There's not food. And so everybody's hungry. We're downtown and we went in and they were getting ready to close down. I've never been there before. Never been to a Hooters. Oh, like, oh, well, I mean, you're not missing nothing, no, honestly. No. Uh, they Their food is, oh, food okay. really ain't, it's not, they, I ain't gonna lie. They got, they used to have these smoked wings, mm-hmm. dumb good, like suicidal good. Like, I'm, hey, look at me, look at me. But now? Shit. Uh, well, it's just, I don't know if they even still have them. So, yeah. Mm. But. Is that your phone? No, it doesn't count because my watch vibrating. I, <sighs> I cannot make no. my watch not vibrate. Why not? Because they don't have a feature that can turn off vibration. Then that's a dumbass watch then. And this technological age, your watch should be able to not vibrate if you don't want to vibrate. It does. That's just... Okay, so now you're over <laughs> here bullshitting. Yeah, I'm sorry. But let's kick things off, man. It's been a week since you've been back. Things have been happening. We were supposed to have Jarvis White on today's show. He is held up. He just got back from Japan and his flight was delayed. I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey Jarvis, you still going to be able to come on the show and talk about the Gundams you were on and all yeah, the stuff you did. Yeah, those are some fantastic pictures yeah, too. Yeah, man. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't keep them a secret from you. I had to show you. But I'll post them up on the Elijah Bailey show page so that way you guys can see. I was like, will you be able to make it? He's like, well, I'll be, I should be driving you know, from Dallas back home. And then he goes, alright, my flight's delayed. <laughs> so I'm Ooh. up at the airport. But he might do an impromptu podcast up there. But he said the only problem is there's going to be a lot of noise. Uh, but we will have Jarvis White on the show at some point in time. He was cosplay of the week. Who dig you? He's the one that I said I loved his Bushido Brown costume cosplay. But he's done Baki the Grappler, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure cosplay. He's actually a part of a tag team. And they actually do a podcast together called the New Challengers Podcast, which was our podcast of the week last week. So mm. shout out to Jarvis. Alan Fresh couldn't be here this week. And then Mike... Mike, I know you wanted Mike in the studio, so I asked him if he could come up too. And Mike's going, he left to California 4 a.m. this morning. They sent him uh, with work. You know, we worked at Marcone together. 
and they sent him out there for about a week or so. So okay, okay. There's a few of me, but we'll have some guests back hey, on the show. We always know how to turn up in here. Yes, we don't need them boys. That's right. Want to be here? And, and we don't need them. Do it again. We don't need them. And and you know what? The, why that strikes me right now is because I can tell Rich had, had the braids in his hair. Hey, look oh, a little, yes. Look a little wave. Did you wear it to the braids last night? No. Uh, the braids are like my prep for this curly mohawk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you just had to do it up to get ready. Had to do it up, and I'll probably put it back in braids tonight. All right. Hey, hey, yeah. I mean, braids is just so much more convenient, dude. Like, man. Mm. Who you tell? How how long mm. have I had braids? How long? Forever. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Forever. But let's go to the Elijah Bailey Show shout outs. Shout out to Podcasting Smarter with Jennifer Crawford. Thank you for everything that you do each and every week. And I've been kind of behind on the podcast of Smarter with posts and episodes because she's been putting out a lot of content I try to read and then I end up forgetting to post the episode. So for all of our podcasting smarter, for all of our podcasting smarter guys, thank you guys for just commenting and being like, hey, where's, where's your podcast? I know you have like 55 podcasts. We haven't seen them <laughs> up here. So I've been getting back to you guys. Also, shout out to the OKC podcast community. Shout out to the extraordinary journey of a black nerd group, black nerd squad, black nerd problems. And as always... This group that never really gets mentioned, but you know it's always here, the Black and Studios podcast group. When's the last time that you posted something up on the podcast page? Uh, that I was back from Vegas. <laughs> so, and my phone was back on. So about a week ago. About a week ago. About a about week a, ago. About a week ago. Yeah. yeah. So we need to post some more stuff. But, you know, everybody that's part of Black and Studios, and we gave this shout out on uh, the Superpower Movie Podcast. We're very appreciative that you guys are with the studio that you guys do the podcast that you do, all the new podcasters coming to the studio, and that's been leading to bigger things. We're we're getting ready to cap off the podcast that we bring into the studio just because it's going to be a lot of damn work. So, I mean, it's good things. Black and Studio was just the black box with good old Josh Roberts <laughs> for three episodes. Was it on, was it even on three? He was supposed to come to the third one, so he only did two, right? Maybe. And then after, Maybe. <laughs> then after that, it just... It just blew up. Deshaun Michael came on, and then yeah. Roxy, and then Gamer Stan, Tiffany, yeah. Radical Harmony. Then you got bored and wanted to do more. So the <laughs> anime, Hoya, Superpower, and Turn on the Game. Uh, then we got Daft Punk or Daft Audio mm-hmm. starting up. I was talking to her and uh, Chris Beavers yesterday. Nice. And I'm meeting up with uh, dude. Um, her name escapes me right now, but uh, it's actually Roxy by Design's um, granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, supposed to be meeting up with her this afternoon to talk to her about her podcast. Which is the first, and I haven't heard many of them. I've seen these younger kids on YouTube, but I haven't heard of a podcast that is by an actual child. So. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a new experience for um, Black and Studios, and it's also going to be a uh, cool adventure. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be... This year... Like always, yeah. I got things off my sleeve. Because <laughs> I've been watching Prison Break. Oh, do you watch Prison Break? Oh yeah. Oh, oh thank. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I like now. Nick. Listen, hold okay. on. Okay, we're about to have a. Is this a good time to talk? We might. We might need to change something on the show. If it's, okay, go. It, this might lead to some conversation. Okay, go, go, go. All right, me and DeAndre's been going back and forth, hardcore, mm-hmm. hardcore. Does, does Jessica watch Prison Break? Okay, never mind that. All right, so. Are you all caught up on it? No, I'm behind. Okay, I'm me, behind me too. Okay, I'm, I'm like I just finished season two. Okay, are you up to I, season two? Yeah. Okay. All right. I haven't. I'm not finished in season two. I'm like barely making that midway mark. Okay. Cool. So I'm not spoiling nothing. Who is your favorite character in Prison Break? In Prison, I always, I like uh, what's the name that plays Captain Cole. Okay. Uh, Lick. Uh, yeah, Link. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the name's brother? Yeah. Uh. uh Michael's brother. Yeah. He went to jail and he escaped from jail. And, um, all right. So, my favorite person. Okay. Is, can you guess? Who? I like T-Bag. Okay. That makes sense. T-Bag's my boy. I ain't gonna lie. Now, granted, the whole pedal thing, you know, eh, I can't, I'm not (laughs) co-signing his bad credit. Yeah. But But he went to jail. It seemed like even before he went to jail, he tried to make love. To a, uh, a new woman, and I think that was genuine. I think okay. he wasn't about to try to mess with those kids. I think he was actually in trying love. To, yeah, yeah. trying to escape from what he was raised up as. Because yeah. I don't know if you saw, but did they, uh, are you call, are you at to the point where they talk about T-Bag's, uh childhood? Not all the way through. 
Okay. Yeah, he had a rough childhood. I mean, you can you can tell though. Yeah, I think I mean, his mother. I think he was incest. Yeah, and then uh, his dad was molesting him. Yeah, and you could tell that. I mean, there's there's always characters you can tell that they're gonna have that fucked up story. <laughs> that's gonna be like, okay, we we're gonna give you a couple passes, but this is why you are the way you are now. Are you gonna make that choice to try to redeem yourself? Yeah, and do something new. Or are you gonna I make think, that choice to fall back into it? So and you I think, think Teabag tries to redeem himself, but he's always put in situations where. People don't trust him, no. so he ends up killing. Now, me and DeAndre got into a huge spat because she does not like T-Bag. She hates Why? T-Bag. Why? And I'm like, dude, T-Bag is, like, honestly the most real person here because after any time he sees the other fugitives, he's always like, let's make a deal. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but he shouldn't have been there anyway. He's just a snake. I'm like, he was a snake, but he was locked up in jail for life. Exactly. Of course, if he's going to see a way to escape jail, Yep. and I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this for anybody, to find a way to escape jail, but the show is called Prison Break. No. <laughs> escape jail, he's going to try to join in. Am I right? Exactly. Now, who wants to stay in jail? Who wants to stay Especially in jail? Especially for a life sentence? Come and on. And you see other people walking out. Exactly. Okay, now, like I said, let me know if I'm wrong, okay? okay. And she's like, yeah, but did he have to kill you know, the police officer? Did he have to kill the doctor? And I'm like, listen, the police officer was going to snitch. Mm-hmm. She was like, but he already had his address. I'm like, yeah, but if I'm stuck in jail, exactly. the police officer is going to snitch, and he knows damn well I'm not about to go get his daughter. Exactly. Point I, blank. There's no way you can, even if you had the connection, it's going to take time because he's not a big, big player. He's no, trying he's to not. Make, he's trying to make his way out. So exactly, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. And then he killed the doctor when he got his hands sewn back mm-hmm. on. And she was like, "Why did he kill the doctor?" I'm like, "Cause the doctor was going to snitch." Exactly. Snitches get what? Snitches. Snitches. And, 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 and then I was like, at least he gave the doctor a nice death. He could have, like, <laughs> brutalized that doctor. Yeah. But instead, he put him down like he put down a dog. He injected the doctor. Doctor fell asleep. Boom. T-Bag was on his way. That, that should show you the the progression in his in his character and the thought process. Versus, like, you know what? this is, It's either going to be, like you said, brutality or survival. This is stuff that I have to do for survival. I have to do this, but I can do it in a humane way. Because yes. the, the whole objective is... To get the fuck out exactly. by any means necessary. Get out of jail. So if you guys have not started watching Prison Break, definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. The first four seasons, uh, uh, season five, I believe, drops in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, so check that out, Deandra. I love now. you, babe, but hey, t- You're wrong. T- there's nothing wrong with T-Bag. And like I said, yeah. I'm not even saying there's nothing wrong with Michael and and, and, okay. and Sue Crate, the other person she likes. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong. I mean, T-Bag is just an environment of situation or yeah, a and, product and, of his environment. environment. Yeah. And, so. and I wanted to give him just a little bit more background. It says, due to a political conspiracy, an innocent man is sent to death row. His only hope is his brother, who makes it his mission to deliberately get himself sent to the same prison in order to break the both of them out from the inside. That is the whole concept of Prison Break. And that started in 2005. And now we're in 2017 and it's still rolling strong. Wow. It's one of those, I know. It's one of those series. Mm-hmm. We were in high school, dude. I know. It's just senior year, high school. Giving you guys a little bit of info. We're both 30. No, you're 30. No, no. You're no. turning. When's your birthday? June. June. You're goddamn 30 I'm already. Not 30, dude. It is March. Why are you lying to your fans? It is March. Why are you lying to your fans? They know that you're you're damn near 30, so you might as well claim that shit. You got Lies. a gray hair in the front of your mohawk. Why is he tell? He doesn't have a gray hair, but he's Lies damn. He All right. On Twitter, we're going to have a poll. Is Richard 30 or not? Is he t- is he basically 30 or not? If people see my picture, they're going <laughs> to think I'm like 20-something. That is true. Yeah. Until you turn 30. Then it's just, look at this old man. It's going to look like, uh, you remember Hercules with Kevin Sorbo? Where they were doing the intro and the guy was like, he saw Medusa. And, oh, yeah. The That's I, how you're going to turn when you turn 30. Oh, so, But that was the whole prison break debate? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So, Deandra, Richard loves you. Yes. He, he brought you along to Vegas to experience what happened last week. If you guys didn't listen to the episode, go <laughs> listen and hear why Richard wanted to be the dick in the in what was it frisbee game? Yeah, uh, <laughs> fuck, uh, fuck Richard. <laughs> that was I was listening back to the show and I was like, what the fuck? We're done with the Elijah Bailey show. Shout out! Let's hit the duffel bag. Zip. <sighs> There's some carbonation in there. There is. All right. So first things first. In the duffel bag, we actually have confirmed. There was rumors a couple months ago, but now confirmed there will be a Green Lantern in the Justice League movie. When you look at the Justice League, whether it's the original version or the New 52 version, Green Lantern is a a key part to it. Even in the animated New 52 version with Justice League War, you see uh, uh, Green Lantern, how Jordan meets Batman. Then they meet Superman, Wonder Woman, 
and it keeps going and they keep going like that. So this is going to be our first bit of news is that we actually have a Green Lantern confirmed for the movie. Now, one of the things that was interesting for the Green Lantern course, we knew this movie was coming, but also having the Green Lantern in the Justice League, it said it seems at times DC and Warner Brothers were both avoiding the Green Lantern property for as long as possible. And that's because of the Ryan Reynolds film, which was, I think it was 2011. Was, was it, it really that 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 bad? It was not the best version. Like a lot of people would disagree with it because they didn't understand why they use Hal Jordan, even though he is the first Green Lantern. But most for the last ten years or so, people have been watching Justice League and Justice League Unlimited and only really knew John Stewart as a Green Lantern. Okay, so it didn't make sense why they would use him. But because of the the comic property, you start with the first you know iteration of the person, then go on from there. They're trying to just make a comeback. It says the Green Lantern Corpse film doesn't come out until 2020, but according to reporter Umberto Gonzalez, there will be a Green Lantern sighting in 2017's Justice League. And this comes from comicbooknews.com. If it's not on comicbooknews.com, it's, it comes from myfantasysports.com, where I'm a writer at. And they have been crushing it this weekend. All of the stuff that we're talking about today comes from comicbooknews.com, so make sure to go follow them on Facebook and check them out. It says, yes, there is a Green Lantern uh, in the Justice League. I forgot how to pronounce him. I forgot the name of the Green Lantern in the Justice League, so we'll see. And this was a joke that was made uh, on Twitter, or on, actually on a Periscope video on Twitter about the Lanterns from one of the producers. said, hey, maybe by the time this gets out, they'll cast Hal Jordan, and next they'll throw him in. So he keeps huh. hinting that it's going to be a male, yeah. and it's hard to pronounce the name. But I'm like, Kilowa, it if it's an Earth... If it's an Earth-based Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, Guy Gardner, and then Kyle Rayner. Those are easy names to pronounce. So you're saying that a Green Lantern from the core is actually coming to Earth in Justice League. I see. And that's going to set up Justice or not Justice the, League, uh, but the, the Green Lantern, Lantern Corps. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, because now it's actually been confirmed. The next one, I actually wrote this article. This one I love because he is a he is one of the first black comic book characters in DC continuity, but he doesn't get a lot of shine. The heart of Dixie's Cress Williams got cast as Black Lightning. So you might know Cress Williams uh, if you saw him. Have you? Did you, you never watch the Heart of Dixie? Neither did mm-hmm. I. But he actually, let me show you this. Oh, they have that bullshit picture. I mean, you saw the picture. Did you recognize him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was in that league with Morris Chestnut and them. Oh, Smooth Brotherman? Yeah. GQ Fash, Michael Eric Owens Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. know. Yeah. He was in uh, Lowriders, Heart of Dixie, Close to Home, Leaving LA, (laughs) Home Invasion, Two Days in the Valley. So he's got, he's been acting for quite a long time. He's 46 years old right now. And this is this is interesting. Uh, he was born in Germany. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. German born American film. And they didn't even say African American. So see they're giving him some credit. I like that. He will be playing Black Lightning. And if you don't know Black Lightning, Black Lightning was one of those characters along with the Super Friends. He had like the uh the genie lightning bolt legs whenever he flew and shit and yeah. had the blue and gold deal but that show is coming it was supposed to be on airing on fox and that's what it was originally ordered for fox didn't want to put it on to their network because they already had gotham they're getting two x-men shows and they I have think back then they he, they did have supergirl uh super was supergirl on bless you supergirl wasn't on fox it was on like cbs or something like that wasn't it no it was fox it was fox yeah and then it moved over to, to wow. cw okay okay See, I should know that shit. I just did. I just knew Superman or Supergirl made the made her. But yeah, uh, but, it was on Fox. Okay. See, I thought it was coming from another network, but um, yeah, Black Lightning. They ordered it for Fox. They already have Gotham. They have Lucifer, and then they have a couple X Men shows. Two X Men shows coming. So they said we're the genre, the comic book drama genre. We don't need another one. So go ahead and put it to CW, which this makes Greg's Berlanti's sixth comic book TV show and his fifth comic book DC show. But the first one that the title star is a black superhero and black actor. So I think this will be pretty interesting because you don't know a lot about Black Lightning, but he has extensive history with many organizations. As And he was a, an Olympian. He was on a um, board education committee. There was a lot of stuff that he did. So it was it's interesting that they bring that character and show that light of the very first African-American character in DC continuity. That's cool. Uh, oh, I love this one. The Punisher logo was removed from police squad cars. They thought that they could just take uh, Blue Lives Matter and put it with the Punisher logo on their car. Marvel got on their ass. They really thought that would be okay? Yeah. 
They did. What state was this? Do you know? Kentucky. Okay. That, that, yeah, that it, was in, it was in Kentucky, yeah. All right, never mind. And they went – there was like a huge Twitter battle back and forth between uh, a couple people from Marvel and the creator of Punisher. And we have the Punisher Netflix series. If you go to Netflix now and you look up Punisher, Defenders, and Iron Fist, you can already put those in your queue, and they're not even going to release yet. Iron Fist releases – March 17th, Punisher and Defenders later this year. But they're like, uh-uh. <laughs> There's not going to be any skulls on your car with Blue Lives Matter. And plus, Punisher's an anti-hero. He goes around and kills cops and villains alike. So, I mean, that doesn't make sense. There's some bullshit. Some mountain stick dumbasses. <laughs> Shout out to all the fans out in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Kentucky. And The numbers are dropping right now. <laughs> There's a new X-Men movie coming out. Um uh, X Men Supernova. Either it's a show or it's a movie. I've just heard. I've just seen the title X Men Supernova, and I know that Patrick Stewart um, isn't retiring. Oh shit! Updated news: He is retiring from X Men movies. He just he just talked on the show said he was going to do another. I think he's doing one more. And then the first release that comes out today is Patrick Stewart is retiring from X Men movies. God damn it! Well, sorry, sorry, Pat. We'll miss you. Patrick Stewart, he was on the Graham Norton show. Oh, really? Yeah. I need to watch that. It's been a while since I watched the Graham Norton show. That show is, is funny. Hilarious. I will send you the deal. He told a story about his uh his wife asked him if he's circumcised. And he was like he's like, Yeah, he's he's like, You're not circumcised. Like what, what do you mean? Yes I am. I've been I've been an adult all my life. I should know if I'm circumcised or not. So he's going to the doctor, having a physical as as one does. And he's like, you know, can you put this to bed? My wife says I'm not circumcised. And he said, the doctor looks down and said, nope. And he's like, what? He's like, are you sure? And the doctor goes, nope. <laughs> he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> and so that was his circumcision story. But he, Patrick Stewart in the plays Magneto and then Hugh Jackman that plays Wolverine. Wonderful, terrific personalities. They're all on the same show. Ian is giving uh, Patrick. Oh, they're and, all on the same episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, the latest yeah, one. It's a good one. Okay, I'll send yeah, it to you. You gotta send me that one because Ian's giving um, Ian is giving Hugh Jackman shit about not being in another X Men movie, and then Patrick's telling all these funny stories. So you guys gotta check that out. Then I found this out about the Marvel universe as well. It says new Marvel video game continuity strategy is revealed. The mo- the movies that are coming out are going to be in accordance with the video game. So this new Spider-Man has a place after Spider-Man Homecoming. They're a continuation of the story, or they're an alternate version, kind of hinting at the multiverse, if you will. That's actually really good, considering that nowadays with the uh, DLC on video games, mm-hmm. they can easily, easily intertwine. Like You can be able to unlock more stuff once the movie comes out, yeah. and then they'll also reboot sales for that video game. Too. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we just heard that there's going to be a Nightwing film that's coming out. So now Ooh. not only do you have the standalone Batman, but you have Nightwing and our very own uh, Jared Pack. And I'm not going to say his whole name because his name, I fuck it up every time. But from Supernatural, the tall one, he's he wants to play Nightwing. Oh, OK. I know that you don't you don't dabble in Supernatural, mm-hmm. but I mean, I could see it. He's tall. He's got a big They're broad chest. against Supernatural at all. Yeah, you I just, think like the episodes I watch, I sit down and watch them. Yeah. It's just this is now is this way too far. Yeah, like 13 seasons, yeah, fuck that. but it's good, though. Oh, yeah, I, I, I wish I would. I was good when I was watching in high school. <laughs> Damn, dude. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a real long oh, time. man. Was I it, love uh, Super. Shout Dean out. And, um, Dean and Sam Winchester. Yeah, now their, their mom's back from the dead, Mary. And, I mean, you don't stay dead in that show. It's like Dragon Ball Z, except for they don't need the Dragon Balls. They just know angels and God. <laughs> so that's, that's what happens. The Arrowverse is going to get a true four-show crossover. So last time they had the Invasion of the Dominators with Supergirl starting it, and it was basically a Supergirl show, and at the end of the episode, Cisco, Ramon, and Flash came to her planet, asked her to help. Then it went to Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. This time they're going to have an actual super-powered crossover now that everybody's met everybody. They've been through this invasion together. Barry's altered the timeline and now they're going to get down to business. So they said it's going to be a lot of action. And Flash has started back up, speaking of these yes. CW shows. Ian McCallan. They started just past week, didn't it? It's been it's been coming because they had the, uh, not Planet of the Apes, but the city, of really, the city of the Monkeys. Yeah, they're like third episode already. You sure? Yep. Oh, wow. You're behind. I am. Um, I've been trying to catch up on this damn prison break. Well, that, that, that kind of makes sense. You know, yeah. now that they hired their little meet and greet, 
uh, everybody understands that things aren't the same anymore because Barry done did what Barry does best, fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and it's hard. I, mean, I love it's, Barry. It's hard because I, I started looking at other stuff with like Legion, Legion's new show. Mm-hmm. Legion. Oh, how is that? Legion is good. Have you? Do you know anything about the uh-uh. character? Legion is a son of Professor X, and his deal oh. is he has the ability to alter reality. And there was there's a specific mission. We'll go into Who this. Who have kid with? Uh, not Mara McTaggart, but it, her last name is like Hallett or some Diane or I can't remember off the top of my head. She's someone like man, you know, Professor X used to slay back in the uh, day. Okay, you know? so okay. He said maybe these legs don't work, but this dick does. <laughs> okay, my third leg do work, girl. Go in there and wake it up for a second. Let me levitate you with my mind, bitch. Hmm. But uh, be some kinky sex. Hey, hey, that's what I say. You don't think so? No, I'm just saying. It's like, who do you want to be? Man, I'm Professor X, bro. I get to sit in the chair all day, wear pimp-ass clothes, and I can fuck you up without doing shit. Professor X. But Legion... Technically, couldn't he float around? I think so. I, I give him that. You know, like, man. I mean, he could. He really don't need a wheelchair, does no. he? No. But I guess his leg looks all kind of dangly, huh? <laughs> dangly bitch. Just yeah. dangling. Hey, no, if he could float around, then he could make his legs and shit move. I would think so. Man, this man bullshitting all of us. But uh, <laughs> most, 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 most guys that are well dressed in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. guarantee bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a given. Hashtag solid. <laughs> Hashtag solid. Let's post that shit. But his son is um, that's Professor X's son, and he has an abundance of powers. There's a mission that we'll go into later, but he ends up taking on like over forty different people's uh, minds. And absorbing them into his body and taking on their personality. And with each personality, there's a different deal. So he can be a pyromaniac. He can be super strong, have super speed. He can command this. He can augment reality. And we find out throughout Legion's history that he has so, like, he accidentally absorbed Rogue at one point in time, which that gave her control of so many powers because there was over a thousand people Mm. with inside of him. She got their powers, but she could control them. But she also found out that there's new powers that generate themselves inside his body. So he's an Omega-level uh, mutant. He's an Omega-level uh, person within the Marvel continuity. So he's, that like, he, uh, he's legit. He's, uh, he's a badass. Like it took, He actually went back in time and tried to kill Magneto because of Charles. Charles' dream is for everybody to get together. Well, in doing so... He killed Professor X, and Magneto took up in Charles's place, and was a, and that created the Age of Apocalypse story. Oh, and, but interesting! La- but later on, he comes back, and you say, "How does he come back when he kills his dad?" Which kills him? Time travel. So we learn through Legion, especially the time travel it's is real, real hard to fucking navigate. <laughs> so, so I give Barry like some passes sometimes. Like shit, you can. You, it's easy to fuck up. Yeah, because Cisco learned that when he stopped bitching. He's like, oh nah. shit, that's what I did. Made the Dominators come here. Man, Barry, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry nigga. I love you, Barry. <laughs> I love you, Barry. Let me suck your dick. I'm sorry, man. Have you, are you gonna go see uh, Get Out? I heard it was really good. A hundred on Rotten Tomatoes, dude. A hundred? Yes. What gets a hundred? This fucking movie from Peel. I give it up to him because I, I actually saw a report, and, I, and I'm so proud of him too because this that broke records and so many other different things that not everybody's going to realize. But the box office, uh, it was like thirty. It was over thirty million dollars. I think it was thirty point two million dollars for weekend. opening night. Opening night. Up. Yes. Ain't bad. Dude. I'm, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Kerry Washington it was being considered for the role of Domino in the next Deadpool movie. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So, damn, Bill Paxton dies at age 61, five hours ago. He was on Aliens, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and many other deals. So, rest in peace, Bill Paxton. You heard it first here. First the here, Bailey the Elijah Bailey Show. Hopefully, you don't listen to any other podcast before you get to this one on Thursday. Damn, Game of Thrones actor Neil Figleton dies at 36. Who's that? He's in X-Men movies, like, Avengers Age of Ultron. Of uh, it looks like the giant. Oh, I don't remember him. The giant that was killing everybody and then finally died after he got so many arrows and shit in him. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been dead. What? Yeah, I think he already died. No, it says he has died at 36 due to heart failure. Like today? Yeah. 
The English actor played the giant called Mag the Mighty in the series uh, season four. Is that you? You know that <laughs> fucking wasn't me. That you owe me a beer and everybody on the, so out of all the listeners, can you can you afford that much beer? <laughs> Shit. This is the Game of Thrones actor Neil Figgleton has died at age 36 due to heart failure. The English actor played the giant called Mag the Mighty in season four of Game of Thrones. Mag led the attack on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, man. Especially yeah. at such a young age. Well, he was. He Was he really? He was pretty big, wasn't he? Russian bodybuilder, yeah. Oh. Man, that's crazy. He's in 47 Ronin, X-Men First Class, Age of Ultron. Oh, and he did motion capture of Ultron in Age of Ultron. That's pretty cool. He was 7'7". Seven, seven. Damn. Damn. And he was a former basketball player. He played in college at the University of North Carolina. Then professionally in Spain, Italy, Greece, China, and England. Well, if you're that fucking tall, that better be your damn career. Acting <laughs> acting is the last deal. But for 36, man, that's crazy. Man, that sucks. And then last but not least, Michael Rooker who played he was the blue alien in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. He's gonna he was confirmed wearing an Avengers Infinity War stocking cap at Starbucks taking pictures. So he's gonna be in Avengers as well. Whoa, whoa, just because he's wearing the stocking cap hat means he's gonna be in it? Yeah. Because how is, how is that connection? Because cast only has like you have a Nintendo shirt. No, but the Avengers Infinity War stuff, that stuff isn't sold. That's only given to cast before they Maybe start. Maybe he got the hookup. No. He no, got, I, I mean, he you, got oh, extra pulls. Maybe. Whatever. Did you see Tom Holland actually accidentally took home the script for Avengers Infinity Wars and had to post online him burning the script because mm-hmm. Marvel's contract? Like, That's what he gets. Hollywood what? think he can do no, extra like he, stuff. Like, <laughs> he had to burn it, otherwise they were going to sue his ass. And I think he's too young to have a lawsuit. So, uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and take <laughs> our first commercial break, and we'll be right the fuck back. Are you looking for a place where you and your family can actually learn martial arts to defend yourself? Then come on down to 2201, that's 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, for Bailey Martial Arts Institute. This is a place that's not going to BS you. Just take your money and waste your time. If you want to learn martial arts where your family can defend themselves and create a stronger bond and build confidence, self-assurance, honesty, integrity, perseverance, and self-control into your child, come on down to Bailey Martial Arts Institute, again located at 2201 West Edmond Road, Edmond, Oklahoma, 73003. You can find everything that you need to know about us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look up Bailey Martial Arts Institute. On Twitter, go to BMAI underscore Edmond. And we're back, and the level of professionalism here in the studio is off the goddamn charts. Well, what would I do differently? No, you never say mics are live in five, four, and he hit me with the uh, the newscaster. Look at the red light. We're getting ready to start right now, sir. Huh. He hit me with the you know mics are live, and we, sorry, I guess I normally do it for the other shows. I know, and then you know bullshit shows, yeah. but I mean. Can we can we do this deal right? We got we got the music for you guys. It's time for the illustrious anime shmanime. Oh yeah. It's time to get shmanime with anime. Mm, make your peanut butter sandwich. You should write like a, a rap verse. <laughs> anime shmanime. Anime shmanime. I don't give a fuck. John Stone is a banime. I see you. That's, that's, that's Yachty right there. Banime, manime. I'm going to get some manime. That's not a good thing, though. No, that's it's not. not a good thing. No. You don't want to be associated with stuff like that, dude. Man, okay, hit me with the beat one more time. We might do something. You, you got anything? No. Oh, Richard, you can hey, do a know. rock rap, man. No. Let's see. Let's see if I can think of something. Let's see. All right, we'll go take two. Take two. Oh, yeah, girl. I know you want it. You want that anime? It's anime time. It's anime time. Hitting them beats right. Bandabe time. It's Red Six to Golden Crowd. They can suck my dick. It's the Electrified. Okay, let's stop, stop, stop. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But it is I anime. Anime. It is animation. Anime time. I know you guys felt. You know what? I'll redeem myself next episode. There's a lot of tension in the room. A lot of estrogen just walked in here. It's throwing off my levels. All right, so. What have you been watching, Richard? Uh, Prison Break. 
anime wise. <laughs> I mean, as much as we like that to be an anime, how do you think it, that'd be like non Baka? Because non Baka, they're trying to escape uh, jail mm-hmm. every single episode. That's the that is the anime version of Prison Break right there. Hmm. Yeah, check um, it out. But honestly, as far as anime goes, the only thing I've watched was the uh, Dragon Ball. Okay, so yeah. before we go into the episode eighty, because we gave you guys a layout, we we had a predictions last episode. Boy Gohan came up with the W. He did come up with the W. A very, a very boring W, I might add. Yeah. That, that fight was nothing as spectacular as Majin Buu's. No. But it's Majin, okay. I'm not tripping. Well, Majin Buu's got so much fight. Like, all he does is eat. Yeah, and but he that, listened that, to Hercule. The whole and that's why fight, I, like, there was a lot more it even felt anticipation. Like the, it even felt like the actual drawings. There was a lot more fight scenes going no. on with the Majin Buu fight. Uh, this one, they just kind of went into a little animated that trade him fist blow thing mm-hmm. and then Which, a lot of times with go gohan just sitting there you know sensing oh yeah. boy so they they gave they gave a call back to gohan training with piccolo and goku having to and what i actually thought back to was when goku first went to kami's lookout and he had to train mr popo mr popo that's right because <laughs> oh kami but but Goku had to sit there and meditate so he could feel Popo and start blocking Mr. Popo's movements. Otherwise, he, he couldn't trust his eyes. And that's what Gohan got his eyes taken away from him with. Do you remember the wolf's name? I the don't. Hillbilly uh, wolf. Yeah, yeah Hillbilly yeah, second wolf. brother. Yeah, he has uh, poison. So And I thought the poison came out of his body. It was out of his mouth. He, he kind of spit in Gohan's eyes, got the poison on him, and then covered his hands with poison. And that's how the fight continued is basically making him rot away from the inside out yes now if you think of it from that perspective i give it to gohan having to fight with his body and muscles yeah, and stuff rotten yeah but and it still didn't tra- yeah and it didn't transfer that well you're just like, oh that his main deal is his sight gohan, no, and, you, and you didn't realize his body was really rotten to the end to the end yeah. yeah so and it, it was all right gohan hit his stance you know the uh elder priest gave him the go ahead to go ahead and start fighting he's like and they didn't race no time. They was going up in the air, around. But like you said, it wasn't as as exciting as Majin Buu's fight. Majin Buu held it down. And then he was like, "Oh, you know what? I just been playing with your ass." But you heard Hercule. Hercule's clothes was coming off, like the, like the girl that has the the strapless shirt and it's coming down the <laughs> shoulder. That's what Hercule looked yeah. like. And so, so what's your predictions for Goku? Because Go- Goku's up next. My prediction for well, after learning that you, this universe is trash. Okay, let's go into that first before my prediction. We learn like through the episode, episode eighty, that out of all the universes, well, the actual stipulations are that Zeno is been looking for a reason to destroy weaker universes, universes with lower level rankings. He's not going to destroy universe one or twelve or five or eight, because they have a ranking over seven. So when Goku talked to him Which about... Which made me think, I wonder why he's going to keep these strong universes. I don't know. Huh. That we, he might be trying to take over. Mm. But we find out that when... Or what? He's God. I don't know. Because huh. he's still a child. Everything he does is like, every time he says something, it's like, yay, yay too, amazing, really amazing, great, so great. Like, that's how he <laughs> talked the whole time. Yeah. And so it's just he wants to be surprised. So maybe maybe with these stronger universes, he can get some more surprises by pitting them against each other, or or maybe he does a certain series of events or something. I don't know. But with the universes that are going to be destroyed, that means the god of destruction. All the gods are going to be destroyed with everything except for the angels. The angels will continue to live. And we like Beerus looks back and I'm like, "What? You're still going to live?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm on a different level than I'm on a different level than everybody else here." You know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wiz looked at him like, "I know he wasn't about to talk to us." Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my daddy. Know, up yeah, there. that's my daddy. Yeah. Even the other angel off of uh, his sister Vados. Yeah, she she even had to look like she think daddy about to kill us. Yeah, Champa's like, "What?" And she didn't even say nothing to him. I was like, "Man, we." And I wonder nice. what the other relationships are with the other angels. I don't know, because they're all brothers and sisters. you got to think they're on good terms. Because you had the fat one with the big nose. Mm-hmm. You had this, the skinny one. It looks like they're twins, but they're what, two different universes. So, But we we find out the angels aren't going to die. And Goku suggesting and having that tournament with Universe 6 and 7 just sparked an idea with Xenos to say, you know what, this is the perfect way. Let the universes battle it out to see who survives. So it wasn't just like Goku just did this all by himself. He still had a part to play. But it was Xenos' choice to go ahead and say, instead of me just destroying everything, one universe can stay around, which is, is kind of interesting now. But that the Elder Wolf, he was like, uh, well, the Kai was like, oh, this is so boring. He's not doing it. He's like, no, this is a really good fight. You know, he's showing that he has courage and power and he can fight through this. So I think him and Goku's fight is going to be like, 
like the ones that we see, like him and Vegeta. It's gonna be. Yeah. A good, I think that's his next. And rival. they're gonna be like best friends. Yeah, but I, but I think but I think Goku's coming away with the W because they showed like he was fighting in his base form, then Super Saiyan, and then you see like this blue light and his eyes kind of shine up. I think they're just gonna keep surprising each other, and then Goku's gonna come away with that W. Yeah. You know? Even though even though it's not as extreme as he thought before, the universe will still get destroyed. So, I wonder how I wonder what the part uh, how they're going to write the story going between this uh, expedition to the tournament of power. I, I it's got to be because like, I know they're going to probably going to go back to Earth telling everybody, "Hey, we got to get on our shit now because." The planet is going to get destroyed. The universe, the, yeah, yeah, the universe is going to get destroyed. And then that even makes my mind even boggle even more. Then, like, then why the fuck are we putting Master Roshi out there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> because so far I ain't gonna lie. And in, in, in the opening uh, opening cut scene when yeah. Roshi took out the show, yeah. I was like, "Boy, yeah. that's my nigga Roshi." <laughs> he look, he looked, he looked like he was about to do some shit. Yeah, but, but it's Roshi though. But you <laughs> think about this: everybody in the universe has kind of bowed down to Goku and Vegeta as the strongest one, unless we find like a villain. So, I mean, the only place where you can find strong fighters now is on Earth. They What they need to do, which it'll take the show in a different direction, is do like in GT and have that, that grand tour. Like, Supreme Kai can do it instantly. Like, you know what? Here's some strong people here. Boom, 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 boom. We have this amount of time before the tournament. Yeah, instead of just focusing on Earth alone. Let's bring these people in and let's have them fight. You know, oh, you want Tien on the team, Goku? Okay, Tien, you versus Lilac over there. Lilac whoops your ass. You're off the Lilac, team. Lilac, Lilac. <laughs> That's like a Pokemon. Hey, it could be. Lilac, hey, Lilac. if a Pokemon Sorry. can whoop. can That's annoying. Hey, it happened. They're all annoying. That's all they say. They don't. Lilac, Lilac. I just want to do it one more time. Right, I'm good. The, the only one that talks is Meowth. So. Yeah, full-blown English. Yeah. Like, he graduated. He he is not. He's. I think he was a, a human, like a kid that was experimented on. They put his soul into a cat. Mm. To, uh, to, oh, it's a human trapped in a Pokeball with a meow. What? No, a, a human trapped in meow. They fused inside a um, Pokeball. They did a fusion dance? No. They just, oh, they that just little world. It'll work. It'll happen. It could happen. <laughs> I think they're going to have that, that time off. It'll be one or two fillers and the rest of it's training. And the fillers will kind of lead to the training. But again, like you said, they should go off world and get some other fighters. I mean, even Kabito Kai. Shit, if you could fuse, how many times can you fuse? Kabito and Supreme Kai fuse, and then Elder Kai, and that fusion fuse, and then another one fuse. Mm, that's an orgy. Hey, it don't matter as long as it saves the universe. Uh. Now, what I've been watching is Akka. Akka, 13 Territory Inspection Department. This is a pretty interesting show. It says Akka is a giant unified syndicate. Uh, residing in the kingdom split into 13 autonomous regions. Akka was formed back when there was threat of a coup, and it was continued to protect the peace of the civilians for almost 100 years. Gene Otis, that's the main character. He's the vice chairman of the inspection department at Akka headquarters, is one of the most cunning men in the syndicate's history with the nickname Gene the Cigarette Peddler. Whimsically puffing his cigarettes, he wanders through the 13 districts, checking to see if there's any foul play afoot. So... Gene is like any other character. He's like a Goku mixed with Luffy, mixed with Naruto. His observation skills are, are 100%. He's the best one observation, but he's so naive. He thinks every, everybody, he takes them for their word. So everybody's trying to use Gene to meet their own ends a little bit. You have a couple of commissioners, a couple of uh, Akka head directors. They're trying to get him to spy on other territories and tell them what's going on. Then you have Branch managers of these territories that have lived there for so long they start to form a bond with the people and so their ideologies change about what Akka is so you have 13 territories seven of these territories are all different you have one main kingdom you have a desert type land where Indians live everybody's mm-hmm. dressed in like Indian garb you have one where they live in the old colonial days where women have Kevram. to wear yeah and they can't have cell phones or anything like that and it's like just these deals like they're, Amish they're, that's what yeah I'm and they become like their own nations inside this big nation. And his job is to find out if there is getting ready to be a disruption in the, in the peace. Hmm. And the whole time his best friend is spying on him, reporting back to the guys that he's reporting to. This other um, general, she wants him to report to him. So everybody's trying to pull him in a different direction. It really makes you think. But all he does, he loves bread. He kind of owns or runs an apartment building with his sister after their parents died. And he really doesn't like his job that much. But he does it 
to the best of his abilities. And people are trying to take advantage of that because nobody knows anything about him and they can't really read him at all, but he can read everybody else. Hmm. So it's a nice little interesting what, what, what deal. What style of drawing is it? Uh, I, I say it's it's a newer fashion of Lupin Third. Oh, okay. So everybody's pretty skinny. He's got like a, a bowl cut. There's the artwork on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so it's not bad at all. And the intro music... That's one of my favorite themes right now. Oh, wow. Really? It's a nice little jazzy, beboppy type. Nice. So it's yeah, a good show. Yeah, check that out. You watching anything else? Mm-mm. That's it? No. I've been, like I said, I've been just, I haven't even, been, even played video games. I finally got to jump on the the Wildlands beta last right. night. Well, but... let's, let's do that. Let's go into what's new in gaming. So right. Ghost Recon Wildlands is out. So you got to jump on last night. Mm-hmm. You made I, your I, character? I, I played the closed beta before. Okay. And now the open beta is out, and I oh. re-jump back on on that. Yeah. Did you? You had to recreate your character. Or? Uh-huh. I had to recreate everything. What do you look like? They don't have a mohawk uh, on well, there, do they? Yeah, they do. Oh, um, okay. Mine, mine was rushed last time. It was a little bit more detailed. Uh, this time, actually, it's weird. In the from what I was uh, asked to Coven, but he he said he couldn't remember. I felt like the closed beta had a little bit more different options mm-hmm. than what the open beta allowed us to do. Uh, but yeah, he has a mohawk on. He got you know two sleeve tattoos. Uh, tank top vests, uh, which black sleeve, jeans. Which sleeves did you do? Uh, yeah, no, you, like there's uh, more I, options. I, yeah, there's not really missed options. Honestly, I can't remember what I did because the COVID was already online. Mm-hmm. I was just trying He's to hurry up. Yeah, I just rushed through it. So you know, my dude got the beard. He got the goatee, okay. uh, mohawk, black hair. Uh, I think one arm has the skulls on it. The other arm is like the American flag, but black. Okay, I had the one on the left arm where it was like the fallen soldiers, like your fallen comrades. And you had that the half sleeve from the forearm down, and then I had the full one with the uh, the, the eagle. Eagle, yeah. yeah. So uh, we we got to jump on last night. Uh, do do a couple more missions like, than we did last. I like last all the time. missions. Like you steal the plane, the cars. You know, you you go through and kill. What do you think about like the spot picking, where you can use the drone and pick off whoever you want? With I the think group? that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. The only thing that I'm concerned about is the the physics on the cars needs yeah. to be tweaked. At mm-hmm. least, um, I understand they can't just completely rewrite it uh, with the game coming out next month. But mm-hmm. hopefully, it could be tweaked a, just a tad bit. And then, like I was telling uh, Dakota last night, uh, Brandon Roberts was actually on with us too. Uh, do, which one did you play it on? Xbox, 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 Xbox yeah, PS4. But um, is that Brandon was like, "You think this is going to get repetitive?" And I was like, well, I think right now, since we're not paying attention to the story whatsoever, yeah, I think, of course, it's going. He's like, but there's no cutscenes. I was like, yeah, there's, this is a beta. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. like, so I'm thinking that once the game actually starts, uh, it's going to be a lot more uh, story-based. Because yeah, you can see the driven. map where you see all the different types of uh, underbosses and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was, I was like, I think the story is going to actually play into what is our mission down here? Why are we going down here? What connections do we have with the rebels? Yeah. What's the issue with the, what do they call the, the, the units, yeah. the, the dudes in purple, the, the patrol. Yeah. yeah. Man, when you kill one of them, the boys everybody no comes. Man, boys ain't no joke. I, uh, and then the crafting, the crafting yeah. and guns. I, I'm loving that, how it's not like division based. Yeah, it's not where overpowering. It's like RPG. Where it's, yeah, it's not RPG. It's just like, you know, you can buy the, get these different things. To make your gun perform differently. You can Mm -hmm. have a better scope, a better trigger, better recoil, whatever. That's what... What makes the game, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what makes the game. Division shouldn't have done all that. I have an AK, but my AK is weaker than yours, so my bullets don't hurt as much. Yeah. This one is just like, hey, do you want a skull print? Do you want chrome? What, what, What do you want for the scheme of your gun? You can have this scope, this scope, and as of course it tells you which stats drops and which ones improve. But I mean, I like it so far. I had a oh, I killed um, a sniper up high, took his rifle, and I have my uh, turtle beach headsets on. <gasps> yeah, like, and like oh. the bullets feel good in the game. Mm. Like when they it's a nice release, <laughs> straight there, mm-hmm. good quality sound. I got to turn down the the headsets just a little yeah. bit because it's like it's like hey hey. Hey Mark, you got some some earplugs or something, man? Because this is uh, it's killing is, my ears. This is real. But that's all I I went through at one camp. Pow! And it's like they're here. Pow! I'm just t- just picking them off. The helicopters fly pretty well, whether yeah. they're the assault copters or not. The plane. Did you play? Did you get to do any helicopters or planes? Yeah, the the planes in my opinion flies okay. <laughs> so the helicopters no. fly kind of. Uh, 
you got to level out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but the game doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not it's something that I'm, like, complaining hardcore about. I've seen people complain, like, really bad. Yeah. But I'm not, like, you know, I don't think it's that big of it. It's not about to break the game for me. You no. know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. And then I actually loved it. I think we was doing a mission. Like, they started shooting missiles at us. Mm. I was like, I was in a helicopter, and all of a sudden I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, this is exactly what happened. Yep. The only thing I'm also hoping is, I'm hoping, were you able to jump out of a helicopter? No, I'm I was I'm hoping not. that we can do that. Yeah, because if not, you, you just go down. Yeah, you just like, go down with like I'd rather be able to go over like one of the enemy's bases and just jump out and then okay. go straight in. Because yeah. I feel like the game does a good job of giving us different scenarios. You can mm-hmm. stealth in. I like how you have to, like like you said, the stealth, and you have to track down the cars, and you have to shoot up the car to take the – they make interrogations important to a point. Yeah. You either get your intel, your skill points – or something, or a vehicle, or guns to to follow. So they have the, all these different aspects, which really draw you in. Instead of just saying, "All right, it's you, three other guys, go shoot stuff." You can have a plane, you can have a helicopter. They make it dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. When does it release? Do you know? I want to say March 17th. Okay, so March 17th. When does uh, Injustice Two? Uh, is that is, is it come out in March? I think so, because you have, uh, if we're looking at the scheme of things, you have Logan coming out March 3rd. Then next March seventeenth, you only you have Iron Fist, Hidden Netflix, Ghost Recon, and then Injustice around that time too. Hmm. I just can't remember when. And then uh, I know Switch comes out this week. Dude, I've seen. Uh, I was watching the Zelda gameplay on the <sighs> it's Switch. Beautiful man, it's really nice. I love it. But uh, actually, let's do this right now. Iffy uh, from Krillin with Danny and Iffy. His birthday's today, so happy birthday, Iffy! Hi, birthday, Iffy. He had pre-ordered a switch and like, hey, I'm not gonna be on that cash right now, so I gotta, <laughs> I can put it in your name. It's gonna be 300 bucks for anybody that wants a Nintendo Switch. I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do it right now. We're gonna have to wait. Plus, we wait. We typically wait anyway because all new devices have some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, that's the same thing I was talking to uh, uh, Joshua Roberts. I think it was about. I'm like, you ain't gonna pick it up right now. I'm like, no, nah, man, because right, you're gonna have so much stuff. Bit. Just same thing with. I mean, it's not bad. It's it's okay to buy new games, but sometimes you need to. It depends on what game you have. You need to wait. And on. what company it is? Because some of these companies mm. will hit you with uh, a game that has shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> no story. Mm-mm. No characters. Man, I remember You're having to wait. I remember when we played uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and it was all right for a little bit. And then you're like, dude, this isn't going nowhere. That game was so freaking boring. No campaign, no nothing. So let's do this. Let's, let's take everybody. Let's take this plane in for a landing. You know, let's. Let, or you know what? We're over the base. Let's jump out. There we go. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you, Sir Richard. Go to blackenstudios.com. Uh, the website is up now. Uh, it's, it's still being worked on, but it's, it's you, you can get around. Yeah, you know. yeah. you can get around. Uh, also, follow us on Black and Studios on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to send us an email at podcast at blackandstudios.com. Yes, and you can find The Elijah Bailey Show on all social media platforms on Facebook under The Elijah Bailey Show and on Twitter and Instagram under at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's SHO. Then you can also send me an email at Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. Better yet, if you don't want to send an email, because I know it's hard to just open up that mail file and see all that bullshit junk mail you got in there. So just go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And in that review, leave your comment or your question for the show, which could be a topic or at least a segment on the show. Yes. We appreciate all of those. We really do appreciate them. Make sure if you like what I do here, check out the other podcasts I'm on or that I'm involved with. Uh, again, you can go to blackandstudios.com. You can check out Black and Studios all over social media. Or you can go to iTunes, type in Elijah Bailey. Or you can type in these shows. A Little Bit of Anime, Hoya the Warrior Way Podcast, Superpowered Movie Podcast, Black and Studios The Black Box, and then Krillnet with Danny and Iffy. I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Richard Taplin. And we are the strongest of the Dutch chocolates. There we go. Mm, yum, yum. Mm. And I will catch you guys in the next podcast. All right, folks, it's Elijah Bailey back at the end of the show to give you everything that you want to know. It's time for a cosplay and podcast of the week, followed by manga and anime of the month. 
This week's cosplay of the week is Nephilim underscore rising 2010. That's N-E-P-H-I-L-I-M underscore R-I-S-I-N-G 2010. Follow this amazing man on Instagram. He has done so many amazing cosplay. He's done a gender blender on Mystique. He's done Spider-Man, Superman, Harry Potter, Aang the Avatar, and much, much more. So go and follow him right now podcast of the week is two shots and a brew podcast welcome to your local bar conversation where interesting topics flow like the beer that's always on tap in this podcast we tackle trending topics life entertainment and of course sex among many other points of interest every week we promote local brewing companies simply because we believe in supporting our own whether you like hanging at a bar or simply engaging in interesting conversation feel free to join us every week as we get a little tipsy with stimulating conversation and engaging subject matter. This is the new definition in podcasting excellence. Grab a glass, it's two shots and a brew the podcast. And now, anime of the month is Gangsta. The series revolves around two handymen who take on jobs for both the mob and the police force that no one else can handle. The two named Warwick Archangelo and Nicholas Brown work in the town of Ergastulum, which is full of mafia, hoodlums, prostitutes, and dirty cops. You can find this on Hulu. Manga of the month is Sword of the Dark Ones. This one was actually referred to by Jeremy Evans from the Gamer Stand. This story takes place in the fictional Ragnarok continent, which includes the Asgard Empire. People live their lives in constant fear as the land is overrun by flesh-eating monsters known as the Dark One. They roam the land and hunt from the darkness, killing indiscriminately. To combat this threat, a guild of mercenaries was formed. One man in particular was built a one man in particular has built a reputation as an especially fierce monster killer, a man known as Leroy Swartz, or the Black Lightning. He is a man with a mission to accomplish and about to fulfill. His only companionship lying in his sentient longsword Ragnarok. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Elijah Bailey Show, and I'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye from my player. <laughs>